0: All right. Thank you so much for being here. Merry Christmas. Thank you for taking the time to be here. It is our great privilege to have you here once again. And uh, again, I know you don't have to be here, but I'm sure glad you decided to be.
1: And uh, if you would, please take your Bibles with me and turn to John. John chapter 3. Well, Christmas is the season for giving gifts,
0: isn't it? I know I kind of made fun of that a couple weeks ago, but um, I believe it is truly the time for giving gifts. Hopefully some of you got some pretty good gifts today, and um, I'm excited to announce that somebody got a really, really, really good gift today. Um, If you haven't found out yet, Carrie Holmes finally got engaged. So exciting. Obviously Peter got engaged too, okay? So, we you know, let's make that clear. That's so exciting, and uh, we're just grateful. And I don't know what the deal is with all the homes is getting married this year, but uh, we've got a couple, so they're, they're not related either, which is even crazier. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, guys, and make sure you congratulate them. Uh, that happened this morning, and so we're very, very excited for them. So, awesome. And I mean, I mean this with all sincerity, giving gifts is an awesome part of life. It just, it's almost, in my opinion, it's, it's a necessary part of life um it it does something to us but have you ever asked yourself the reason why we give gifts i don't know i'm kind of weird like that so i ask all kinds of dumb questions and so i always want to know why do we give gifts what's the purpose of it well giving gifts is actually as i said before an important part of life gifts often confirm or if you will reaffirm our relationship with others when you give a gift, what are you doing? You're, you're confirming or you're reaffirming, hey, I have a relationship with you, and I want to show you that I have a relationship with you. It's a physical way to show somebody a part of your relationship. Um, when I give a gift to my wife, which happens very rarely, um, I reaffirm that I love her. I'm saying to her, I love you, I want to show you that. When uh, we give a gift to a co-worker, we affirm or we confirm that they are appreciated, that they are a valuable part of the team. That's what we do. That's what giving gifts is, and that's a valuable and an important part of humanity, giving gifts. In fact, those two reasons are kind of the reasons that, the main reasons, if you will, that we give gifts in the first place. Number one, because we love them. I love my wife. I love my children. I love my parents. I am honored to be able to give them a gift another reason that we give gifts is for appreciation hey i appreciate you i respect you and so i'm going to give you a gift to let you know that i appreciate you or i respect you this is often found when we give a gift to a teacher or again as i said to a co-worker or or even employer or an employee etc the list could go on and on about how we're giving gifts to people to we appreciate or respect But this morning, I really want to focus in on on this fact, the giving of gifts because we love somebody. The giving of gifts because we love them. Now, I want you to raise your hands, and I want you to be honest with me this morning. (laughs) How many of you struggle to give gifts even to people that you love? I'm going to raise both hands, okay? I really struggle. All right, we got a couple brave men, all right? Notice that it's men, all right? Why in the world do we struggle to give gifts to people that we love. It's not so much that I don't want to give a gift. I enjoy giving gifts. It's a fun part of who I am. It's a fun part of what I get to do. However, it's not that I don't want to get them something. It's the fact that I struggle to know what to give them. Anybody else struggle with that? All right, now we're talking. Got a few extra people. I struggle with that. I, 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 can, I like giving gifts. I can go out and give anybody a gift. The question is, what do I get them? Why is it that I don't know what to get them? Here's what I've boiled it down to for my life. This may not be you, because I am not emotionally aware enough to pay attention to my loved ones. That's really what it comes down to, right? I, if, if I would just listen to my wife, you know what I would find out? figure out what she wants pretty quickly she's constantly telling me this is what I want for Christmas it's really not that hard she'll say to me why can't you just get that (laughs) I'll say well I thought you might like this right and it never seems to work out very well if I would listen if I would be emotionally aware I would be able to get them the perfect gift now the perfect gift is something that we all desire to give someone we want to give them the perfect thing. If you're in the habit of writing things down, write this down. Getting the perfect gift is a recognition of something that a person wants or needs that they do not already have. Okay, This is for next year. Okay, I'm giving you lots of notice. Okay, The, rec- the, the perfect gift is a recognition of something that a person wants or needs that they do not already have. Please tell me you're following me on this. Okay, If you buy a gift that someone does not want or need, but they don't already have it, it's not a good gift. Okay, well you didn't have this, well I didn't want or need it, so why are you giving this to me? If you buy something or give a gift of something that they want or need, but they already have it, equally not a good gift, right? Everybody following me? This is, I know it's Christmas morning. Lighten up, it's okay. Right? I'm not setting you up for anything today. Okay? It's just not a good gift. If they already have it, why do they need another one? Getting a gift for someone that you love is far more intimate than a gift of appreciation. Far more intimate. A gift of appreciation or respect is usually far less personal than a gift of love. You see, when I give a gift of love, I want it to be extremely personal. I want them to know that I've listened. I want them to know that I've studied them. I want them to know that I know them enough that I know what to give them. I want them to know I paid attention just a little bit to their needs and their desires. For well, the past couple of weeks, I've been trying to make the characters of the Christmas story come to life. Specifically to reflect on how the characters would affect our lives if we were in that story today. This morning I want to look specifically at the person of Jesus Christ. The whole reason we celebrate Christmas. We've heard multiple songs, we've heard multiple things about Jesus being the reason for the season. Christ in Christmas. He's been the focus of every one of our characters over the last couple of weeks. We've looked at the wise men. We've looked at the shepherds. We've looked at Simeon. They all came and focused on Jesus Christ. But I want to focus specifically on Him today. I want to focus specifically on how Jesus can affect our lives today through a very special gift. Hopefully you're in John, John chapter 3. Very famous verse, John chapter 3 and verse 16. The Bible says this For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, Jesus wants you to have everlasting life, he gave. His only begotten Son, so that you could have everlasting life. The gift of Jesus Christ, notice with me, is a gift of love. I wanted to differentiate those two things this morning because this is a gift of love. For God so loved the world. The gift, the gift of Jesus Christ was a personal, intimate gift of love po- pointed directly to at you given directly to you i think sometimes when people think about god they don't typically think of him as a personal god they think of him more as the big man upstairs right he just lives up there he does his own thing he doesn't really care about us they think about God as maybe a higher power, or they think about Him as something in the sky, or they ask something like this, why would God care about me, or what am I to Him? We begin to think, I don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, I'm just another person in the sea of people. But This is one of the greatest errors of all mankind. God loves you and cares about you deeply. This is, this is not, he, he loves a person next to you, but I want you to understand, he loves you deeply. He wants, he cares deeply for you. Listen, when God is no longer a personal God, here's what he becomes. He becomes an out of touch ruler who doesn't know or care about the people underneath him. Out of touch, I don't know them, I don't care about them, it doesn't really matter. And his gift just becomes something that I can just take or leave right? Think about this. We have people that come to the office and they'll drop off a basket of goods, right? It's pretty awesome. I enjoy that. I usually put on a few pounds at Christmas time because of all these good things. But what happens? They set it down and they leave it there and it's, you know what, it's a gift of appreciation. Thanks for your business. We appreciate you. Thanks for being here. And you know what, I'll walk downstairs, I'll walk past that and I'll take it or leave it. When we, when, we, when we depersonalize God, what happens is his gift becomes take it or leave it. That's eh, not a big deal. What whatever. I don't really need that. Listen, but when my wife gives me a big thing of Tootsie Rolls, right? Virtually the same thing, but she knows me. Literally, I got one this big this morning. Praise God. She knows me. You know what? I I eat those Tootsie Rolls, and I'm not kidding you, every one of them I think my wife loves me. You know what? A basket, wonderful, thank you for it, but you know what? Take it or leave it, right? But when a gift is a gift of love, it becomes more personal. I become more attached to it. It's not so much I can take it or leave it, it's I have a relationship with this person. God's gift almost becomes, if you will, a consumable, just something that doesn't mean anything. It's just a nice gesture, but God's gift is a personal gift because he knows exactly what you need. It's a gift of love. Matthew chapter 10, if you'll turn over there with me this morning, Matthew chapter
1: 10 and verse 29, the Bible says this, Bible says, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall
0: not fall on the ground without your father. Notice this, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Listen to me, every single one of you that sits here this morning, anybody who's listening online, anybody that will ever hear this message, God knows you. He knows you so intimately and so deeply, he knows something that you don't even know about yourself. He knows the very hairs that are on your head. He knows how many there are or the lack thereof. He knows that about every single one of you. I don't know how many hairs are on my head, I just know some has fallen out. But He knows you deeply and intimately. He cares about you. God is a loving, personal, intimate God that loves you. And He has given you a gift. A free gift. The Bible, hopefully you can see, is pretty clear that this is a gift of love. A gift of love. A gift that is, don't miss this, needed. He knows you need it. The entire world needs it and guess what there are people in this world that do not already have it it is a gift that is needed by each individual person the gift of jesus christ this is why we celebrate christmas it's the gift of christ luke chapter 2 and verse 10 and the angel said unto them fear not for behold i bring you good tidings of great joy listen to this which shall be to all people Every single individual to ever walk the face of the planet needs this gift. It's for all people. It's not just a gift for a select few, it's not just a gift for the religious elite. It's for all people. In fact, it's the perfect gift for all people. The perfect gift for all people because God knows us intimately. Because he loves us, he is offering us a gift that we need. And some of us don't already have. And quite frankly, if we're honest with ourselves, none of us had it naturally, did we? There's nothing that we could do of ourselves. Look at what this gift does for us. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, maybe you know this verse. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Why? For he shall save his people from their sins listen this is the gift he wants to save you from your sins the bible says that all of us are sinners every single one of us is a sinner we've all sinned we've all lied we've all cheated we've all been selfish we're all sinners and the gift of jesus christ saves us from that sin he paid the penalty for our sin he bought the gift he paid the price For the last three weeks, I have asked the question, what would the Christmas story be like if you were a part of it? What would the Christmas story be like if you were the shepherds? Would you even go see baby Jesus? Would you go tell it on a mountain, tell everybody that you could about Jesus? What would the Christmas story be like if you were the shepherds? What would the Christmas story be like if you were the wise men? Would you even travel that far? Would you have even saw his star in the east? would you have come to worship him or would you be like all the people who were in jerusalem just eight kilometers away but didn't want to have anything to do with jesus what would the christmas story be like if you were simeon would you even showed up to the temple that day or would you have known him when he walked in i want to ask the same type of question today what would the christmas story be like not if you were jesus none of us can be jesus think about this, what would it happen if you had to pay for your own sins? That's the story of Christmas. Jesus came to save us from our sins. What would the Christmas story be like if you had to pay for your own sins? We know that Romans chapter 6 and verse 23 says this, the wages of sin is death. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8, if you would listen to this, but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, listen, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. If you had to pay the price for your own sins, This is what the Bible says, you would spend an eternity in a place called the lake of fire. Not a good place. I don't want to dwell here for too long, but I want you to understand this this morning. That is what our sin does for us. It sends us to an eternity in hell. That is the seriousness of our sin. That's the consequences of our sin. Listen, it must be paid for. It will be paid for. The only way that we can pay for it is to spend an eternity in the lake of fire. But look at the gift. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but. But the gift of God is what? Eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hear me, the gift is payment for your sin. Not only spending an eternity in hell, but Spending an eternity in heaven with God. Spending an eternity with your Savior. First John verse two, chapter two and verse two. He is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the sins. Listen, of the whole world. Every single one of us. He paid for your sins. He's already paid the price. He made the payment. He covered your sins. He atoned for your sins. Hear me, it would take you an eternity hear me, an eternity, a literal eternity, to pay for your own sins, let alone the sins of your family. Hear me, and Jesus paid for it in three days, for the sins of the whole world. What an amazing gift, what an amazing gift that He would pay for our sins for us. And here today, He's offering you that gift. He's offering you that gift. This is why we celebrate Christmas. The gift of God is an incredible gift that, quite frankly, we can't afford
1: to pass up. It takes us an eternity to pay for it. It's a gift of love.
0: It's a gift of love that God knows that we need. The question is, do you know you need it? We cannot get it ourselves. This gift can only be bought and received through Jesus Christ. Again, he's offering you that
1: gift once again. I believe his hands are outstretched giving. Will you receive it today? He's reaching out to you with a gift that you
0: so desperately need. And some in this place may not have. Will you come to Jesus? Will you realize his love for you and the incredible gift that he
1: has offered you? Guys, he's already paid for it. All you have to do is receive it. If you sit here
0: today and you don't know that man, I hope that would be the first thing that you do this Christmas. Is receive the gift that you desperately, desperately need. From a God who loves you, that's personal, intimate to you. He knows you need it. For the rest that sit here, and I know that most of us came to church today because we love the Lord. And listen, this is a wonderful reminder of what Christmas truly means. But our theme verse for this couple of weeks has been First Peter chapter 4. In verse 10. So I want you all to turn over there with me this morning if you would.
1: I want you to see this one last time. 1 Peter chapter 4. and verse 10. The Bible says this. As every man hath received the gift even so
0: minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace
1: of god if you've already received this gift that i'm talking about and i hope you have let me ask you this question
0: would you please pass it on to somebody else There have been times in my life where I have received a gift and you know what I did? I didn't keep it. I passed it on. I don't mean that it was a horrible gift. It was actually a really good gift that I thought somebody else thought would would appreciate it more. But you know what I hate about that and maybe this sounds really bad? I don't get to enjoy that gift now. Right? I've passed it on. I, I I don't like that. Here's the wonderful thing about Jesus Christ. When you pass that gift on, you don't lose out on it. You get to stay. He stays with you. will always be with you, but you can still pass the gift on and give that gift to somebody else. It's literally the gift that keeps on giving. So I don't know who you'll be with over the holiday season. I don't know who you'll see, if you'll go back to work, I don't know what you'll do, but can, can you just realize that you've been given a wonderful gift? Something that, you know what, we could never pay for. But you know what, there's people sitting next to you at your workplace or at your family get-together that will need to hear this. Will you please pass it on? The gift of Jesus Christ is the greatest gift that we could ever want or need. I hope you've received it. And if you have, will you pass it on to somebody else? Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this day.
1: Thank you so much for all you do for us. Father, it is our privilege this Christmas to spend a little bit of time with you. Father, I hope that this is
0: not the end of the time that we will spend together with you today. I pray that throughout this next day, even tomorrow, Boxing Day, and this week, Father, we would just seriously focus in on you and what it is that we need to give and pass on. Realize what it is that you've done for us. The weight of the burden you bore would take each of us an eternity to pay for but father
1: jesus paid for it in just three short days thank you thank you for christmas thank you for this time that we can
0: be here in your house together celebrating your birth father if there's one here today that doesn't know you I pray that today would be that day of salvation thank you so much for the opportunity pray all these things in jesus name i'm gonna ask you just to keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed maybe you're here today and you say i've never accepted the gift i've never even heard about the gift of jesus christ but today i want to know more i want to know more i don't know if you're here today but i'm going to ask you if you want to know more about that would you just slip your hand up
1: today i'd love to speak with you about that this this morning Maybe you're here today and you said, I have accepted the gift. I'll ask you again, will you pass that gift on?
0: Will you reach out to someone else with the gift of Jesus Christ this Christmas season?
1: Let's give you some time to make that decision. As always, I challenge you to write something down. Let's give you that time right now.